Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The trial of a 33-year-old man accused of murdering schoolteacher Ashling Murphy is now at the end of its third week. Gosh, time goes very quickly, doesn't it? At the Central Criminal Court, Joseph Pushka of Lenali Grove, Mukla, County Offaly, has pleaded not guilty to murdering Miss Murphy along the banks of the Grand Canal in Tullamore, County Offaly, on January 12th, 2022. Earlier on, Jane, our producer, caught up with reporter Andrew Loud who gave her the update on what happened today. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Jane. We learned this afternoon that Yosef Pushka has taken the stand. What did he say? That's right, Jane. So uh, at around half past three this afternoon, uh, Ms. Amory Lawler for the prosecution officially closed her case. And it was shortly after then that the defence counsel, Michael Bowman, called Yosef Pushka to the stand and uh, he was sworn in along with an interpreter and he was, he's was he been giving his evidence to the jury through this interpreter as well. And speaking through uh, the interpreter, he said that uh, he left his home in Mukla at around half past 11 on the morning of January 12, 2022 and that he travelled to Tullamore on his bicycle. And uh, he told the course that he was trying to find his brother who had gone with his wife to the dentist. And uh, he said that he was trying to find his brother's car anywhere there was a big car park. And he said that was why he found himself in some locations twice. Now, Josef Pushka was asked uh, by Michael Bowman if he remembered seeing a woman walking her dog. He mm-hmm. said he did, and this woman was later named as Amory Kelly. Um, she gave evidence to the jury already saying that she was followed by Joseph Pushka on his, on his bicycle for what she described as quite a bit of time. Mm. And um, Joseph Pushka today said that wasn't his intention at all. He said that it was true that the CCTV showed him behind her, but he said there was no bad intentions whatsoever. And he said that he was riding the same way he had been riding all around town and that he had no intention to follow anyone at all. Okay, so uh, before the prosecution closed its case, the jury heard evidence from Yosef Pushka's Garda interviews. That's right. Uh, Detective Colin O'Leary, he was carrying out some of the questioning of Yosef Pushka when he was detained um, at Tullamore Garda Station on the 18th and 19th of January 2022 and um, there were five interviews in total and the first interview dealt with Joseph, mainly dealt with Joseph Pushkin's background he said he was originally from Slovakia he came to Ireland in 2013 and um, he had five children and he said that he had left secondary school in Slovakia a year early to travel to Bratislava he spent some time in the Czech Republic and he said he had been working on building sites in Ireland until he had an accident which left him with a slip disc in his back. And um, in the second interview then later on, he said that he did not know anything about Ashling Murphy's murder. He said that he had not read anything about it and he said that he watched the news, but he couldn't really understand it because of his level of English. And he was shown a photograph of Ashling Murphy and um, he said that he did not see her at all and he didn't ever saw her and the first time he had seen her was in the pictures. So in further interviews then he identified himself on his bike on CCTV footage. He was shown photographs of Ashing Murphy again 
as well as a clip of CCTV footage of her walking along the canal. And he continued to say that he didn't know her. And he said that he had not met her on the 12th of January 2022. And he also said that he didn't remember being interviewed by Gardy in hospital where he admitted to murder. And uh, he said he didn't remember much because this was after surgery. And he said that he was on many tablets. Now, he was then asked in his fifth interview to account for the presence of a bicycle with his DNA on it at the scene, as well as the presence of a DNA profile recovered from underneath Ashing Murphy's fingernails, as well as scratches and marks on his face and his hands. And he was told by Gardy that a failure or refusal to account for these matters could be used to support other evidence against him. Mm -hmm. And he said that he would not give an explanation for the bicycle and that he did not want to comment on on the DNA profile and indeed the scratches and the marks on his face as well. And he also said that he didn't want to comment on his presence at the location where Ashing Murphy was killed. Okay, so he didn't comment at all on that? So he was asked by Detective Garda Colin O'Leary, who gave the evidence today, that um, he was basically told that if he failed or refused to give an account of the bicycle, the DNA profile found on the rashing Murphy's fingernails and the scratches and marks to his face that, um, you know, it could be used to corroborate uh, evidence that's already against him. Mm-hmm. And um, he was asked to account for the DNA under the left hand and right hand nails of Ashley Murphy, for example. And he said that he didn't know her and he didn't, he had no contact with her. And when he was asked by Gardy to account for the DNA, he said, I will not comment on that. So this was during his uh, fifth Garda interview, which was conducted on the 19th of January. Okay, so that was in the uh, Garda interviews previously. And so far in the yes. case, has he been asked those questions? Uh, under his under his evidence? No, yeah. he hasn't. He's only, we watched uh, the jury heard today was just in relation to his movements on the day uh, that Ashing Murphy died. So him leaving his house at half past 11 in the morning. That's what he told the jury through the interpreter and his movements around Tullamore Town up to the point that um, he had come across uh, Anne-Marie Kelly, Mm -hmm. the woman who was walking her dog. Okay. And there was evidence about an email sent to the Garda press office a few days after Ashling Murphy died. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the jury heard from Superintendent Pat O'Callan. He was the senior investigating officer in this case about uh, an email a man had sent to the Garda Press Office on the 17th of January. So this was five days after Ashing Murphy had, uh, was killed. And it, was, it claimed that uh, he was the person responsible. And um, he was asked, um, this is Superintendent Pat O'Callaghan, he was asked by uh, Michael Bowman, the Defence Counsel, about that email. And uh, the email had a subject of Ashling Murphy, and the writer claimed he was the person responsible. And he said he was in Tullamore that evening. He said that he had the black tracksuit and that he was really sorry. And so Gardy were able to track down the IP address this email was sent from, and they called to an address uh, and took a statement from the man in question. And He said that he had suffered from ADHD, he took antidepressants and he had a difficulty with alcohol. 
and he said he had little recollection of what he did when he drank to excess and the jury was told that um, the man could not remember sending the email. Remember, this is the evidence from Superintendent Patrick O'Callaghan. Mm. And it was presented to him, and he said that he must have been drunk, and he apologised for doing it. And he, it's, it was uh, the court was told that he specifically said, what an idiot I am. He told him that he should not be on the internet after drinking, and he said he did not murder her, and he was not capable of it. And he said he was very sorry and he hoped that it did not cause any trouble. And Superintendent O'Callaghan was asked um, about uh, about this and they were, he was asked then was he satisfied that this man was not anywhere near the Grand Canal in Tullamore from around half one on the afternoon of the 12th of January. Mm-hmm. Superintendent Callaghan said that he was satisfied that uh, this man was not anywhere near the Grand Canal. But he was not. Okay. Uh, finally, as we explained, Josef Fushka has taken to the stand. Does he continue giving evidence tomorrow? He does. And uh, the tr- the proceedings of the trial today finished up just before four o'clock this afternoon. And earlier when uh, he took to the stand, uh, Defence Counsel Michael Bowman said that this was Josef Fushka's story to tell. Mm-hmm. And um, he hasn't appeared to finish giving evidence yet. And because Josef Pushka is now giving evidence, the prosecution will be given the opportunity to cross-examine him once he has finished giving evidence to the defence. OK, right. Well, we'll catch up with you on Tuesday then and we'll hear all about that. Thanks, Shane. Thank you. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-